0: Welcome to the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Today's show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, please welcome the host of the Main Street Preps High School Wrap-Up Show, Chris Yao.
1: Welcome back into to another edition of the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Once again, I'm Chris Yao. I'm your host, and I'm looking forward to getting you to each of our local high school football reporters from around the mid-state who were out and about at high school football games this past weekend. And they're going to tell you all about what went on in their areas. We'll start
2: up in Montgomery County. Hi, I'm Brady McTemney, sports editor at Main Street, Clarksville, here to bring you a little bit of a wrap up on what happened on Friday night in the area. Clarksville High stayed unbeaten, taking out West Creek 48 to seven, behind a big performance from their offensive line, getting scores from several different players. Rossview also continued a little bit of a roll that they're on, getting 40 to zero win over Northeast. They've got shutouts in each of their last three games, beating West Creek, Northwest, and Northeast. Speaking of North, uh, rather Northwest, they struggled with Franklin Road Academy, losing that game fifty-five to seven. Kirkwood's unbeaten start finally came to an end, losing their first game five games in, losing to Dixon County forty-two to twelve in a big region game. Kenwood also took a loss this week, losing to Hillsboro forty-two to fourteen. Pearl Cone defeated Montgomery Central sixty-one to zero, and Grace Christian Academy took out Clarksville Academy thirty-six. 36- we'll stay up
1: in the northernmost part of the coverage area as Robertson County, and David Wilson has a report from Robertson County. David? Hey
3: everyone, my name is David Wilson, sports reporter for the Robertson County Connection. Here to give you a quick recap of high school football in the Robertson County area in week five of the high school football season. It was really a tough week for the Robertson County overall as only one team was able to pick up a win this week. It was the East Robertson Indies continuing their perfect start to the year. They moved to 5-0 with their win over Joe Burns by a final score of 49-12. East Robertson running back Isaiah Groves was at it yet again in Cross Plains. He had 15 carries for 186 yards and three touchdowns in the win over their Robertson County rival. Joe Burns showed some flashes of things in this matchup. Amari Cotton was able to show things with his legs and his arm. Had a touchdown pass to Luke Miller in the back of the end zone on a fourth down from the 15-yard line. He also had a rushing touchdown late in that game, but East Robertson continues their hot start. They will have a showdown with Smith County this week on Friday Night Lights. That'll be an interesting um, matchup to watch on MyTV30. Station camp defeated Greenbrier by a final score of 26 to 20. Greenbrier was up 20 to three at the half thanks to rushing touchdowns, three of them by quarterback Nolan Carson, but station camp came roaring back in the second half, made a change at the quarterback position that really boosted that rally. And then Greenbrier quarterback Norlin Carson got hurt in the fourth quarter late in that game. So his status we want to watch ahead of this week's matchup against White House. But station camp comes roaring back to still one late in a region game against Greenbrier. Springfield lost to Centennial by a final score of 35-0. to Parker Betts and that offense could really never get things going down there in Franklin this weekend. Their first play in Springfield excuse me, Centennial territory, came in the second half off a of Timothy Bush turnover. So just looking to get some consistency out of that offense. Look for them to try to continue to get the ball to Clarence Cobbins, to Jaden Hurst, to Lamaris Dallin on that um, Yellow Jacket offense moving forward in this week's showdown against Portland at Pullen in a region matchup. Forrest defeated White House Heritage by a final score of 49-21. to White House Heritage quarterback Xavier Murray was twelve of fourteen passing for one hundred and forty three yards, two touchdowns and one interception. Star running back Adrian Benilia did not play this weekend. It was a coach's decision on Benilia sitting. He did have some penalties in um the previous week's game against Cheatham County that really cost the team um, after the play unsportsmanlike conduct, so don't know the story there, but it was a coach's decision on Benilia not playing, and then finally Marshall County defeated White House and handed the Blue Devils their first loss of the year in a 53 to 14 game up there. Michael Alvin had 18 carries for the Blue Devils for 83 yards and two touchdowns. As I mentioned earlier, they will look to bounce back this week in a matchup between the blue devils and the green bobcats but that's it for here in week five in the Robertson county area we'll talk to you next week
1: looking forward to more from around the north end of the coverage area but let's go all the way to the south where wade neely has a report from pulaski and giles county
4: hey guys wade neely here sports editor of the pulaski citizen a quick update on our teams well i should say team as only one of our squads in action last friday And it was a tough night for the Richland Raiders as they dropped the Battle of Buford Station 62 to 28. Cornersville comes in and bullies the Raiders, capitalizing on five takeaways and leading directly to 27 points. The Bulldogs racing out to a big 42 to 14 margin at half and kind of putting it on cruise control for the duration of the ball game. Tough loss there for the Raiders as Bryce Miller had two passing touchdowns. Uh, One to Jaden Pryor, one to Jake Sands, and then we saw rushing touchdowns from Andrew Huff and Luke Eastlick. Richland uh, in a tough spot now. They are two and three overall, and they are one and one in region play, but an awfully tough region. So Richland... Drops the uh, rivalry game to Cornersville. They head now to Huntland, where the Hornets will await them. Huntland is 0-4, and they are 0-1 in region play, but they're a scrappy team, especially when they're playing at home. They come in off a loss to Eagleville last Friday. Giles County was off a week ago, but they are back in action, and they're back at home as they get set to host Lincoln County in the 2023 iteration of the Elk River rivalry. This is a rivalry that was dominated by Lincoln County throughout the 70s and 80s into the 90s. But finally, Giles County kind of turned the tide with their first win in 2012. And it's uh, been Giles County uh, having their way with the Falcons the last couple of meetings, but it's been a lot closer uh, than you might think uh, between these two teams. Uh, Lincoln County comes in with a record of two and three. They suffered a loss to Tullahoma in their uh, Friday night matchup last week. Giles County now coming in with a three and two overall record. And the Falcons are very well coached as uh, Richland Raider alum, Eddie Cunningham, will bring his squad in. Again, that game will be played at Sam Davis Park. If you can't make it to Sam Davis Park, we encourage you, you can listen to every single Giles County and Richland game on Pulaski Citizen Live. Make sure you download the Mixler app in your app store or Google Play store and search PCL GCHS or search PCL Richland, Make sure you subscribe to our channel. You can get updates anytime that we go live. You can also visit PulaskiCitizen.com and you can click on the button that says Pulaski Citizen Live. That will bring you live play-by-play coverage as Richland travels to Huntland and Giles County is set to host Lincoln County. County.
1: We've also got reports from Lawrence County and South Williamson County and that's Maurice Patton
5: who has a report now. Thanks Chris. Week five was a big week for Murray County football as all four 11 man teams in the county won for the first time in six years. Yeah. Um, Columbia Academy goes up to Donaldson Christian and picks up a big 42-30 region victory behind 307 rushing yards and three touchdowns from Monte Baldwin. Not to be outdone, Columbia Central defeated Lawrence County 31-0 in region 5-5A play, and Caden McCoy was huge in that one as well, 14 carries, 268 yards, three touchdowns. Also, Mount Pleasant down in Summertown, 46-0, and Spring Hill goes on the road for another victory, 27-14, at Lawson, their second in three weeks. So, again, all four Murray County 11-man teams won on the same night for the first time since September 1st, Labor Day weekend, 2017. So, congratulations to them. Also, Independence going on the road as well, playing a game that doesn't involve overtime. Took care of that by getting up 28-0 and holding on for a 28-7 win at Beach. Additionally, Loretto gets a field goal from Patton Simbeck. It wasn't late, but it was the difference in a 24-21 victory over Lewis County in Region 5-2A play. And finally, Summit on the road in Region 6-6A falls at Brentwood, 20-0. Be sure and check out MainStreetMurray.com for all of this coverage. Thanks.
1: Take our first break of the day. When we come back, more from around the Mid-State on the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show. We'll be right back after this.
0: It was just a few drinks.
3: I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal.
5: It was no big deal.
3: Hey, I can hold my liquor. I could hold my liquor at Dixon Tater Shack we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level we're not just any potato joint we're the best this side of the Mason Dixon line whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations we've got you covered located at 728 East College Street dine-in or takeout Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111.
6: Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service call us at 615-797-3997 serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Dairy Heat and Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Summer County's best heat and air company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairy at 615-452-8121.
0: As an all-state agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps them provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500.
1: Welcome back into the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We've got more reports from folks who were out at games over the weekend. We'll start up in Wilson County where Tommy Bryan has
0: a report. Hello everybody, I'm Tommy Bryan, sports editor of the Wilson Post in Lebanon, and here's a look at what went on in high school football in Wilson County during Week 5. Down 14-3 at halftime, Green Hill rallied and scored three touchdowns in a span of six minutes in the third quarter to defeat Lebanon 31-21 in a Region 4 6A game. Cascade eked out a 28-21 victory over Watertown. Mount Juliet outscored Cookville by a score of thirty-eight to fourteen. Nashville Christian led 42 to nothing at the half and celebrated homecoming with a 55 to nothing win over Mount Juliet Christian Academy. Shelbyville Central spoiled Wilson Central's homecoming with a 42-8 victory over the Wildcats. And Friendship Christian got seven touchdowns and over three hundred yards rushing from senior Tyson Walcott in a 56-8 victory over Charter Republic. Here's a look at what's happening in Week 6. Mount Juliet will play at Wilson Central in a Region 4 6A game. And for the first time in some 59 years, Watertown and Lebanon will mix it up that game set for Friday at Tribble Field Watkins Stadium. Friendship Christian travels to Murfreesboro to take on Middle Tennessee Christian School. DCA visits Mount Juliet Christian Academy at Ed Suey Field. And Gallatin will challenge undefeated Green Hill that game in North Mount Juliet Friday, September 22nd. That's a look at high school football in Wilson County. For Main Street Preps, I'm Tommy Bryan. I will talk to you later.
1: Just south of that is Rutherford County, and of course, Murfreesboro Post's Monty Hale, Jr. standing by with a little bit of information from there. Monty, take it away.
7: Hello, I'm Monty Hale, sports editor of the Murfreesboro Post, here to take a look at last week's Week 5 high school football action. It was Oakland 42, Blackman 7, big win for the Patriots as they uh, continue to march over opponents since losing week two they've allowed 25 points riverdale 41 rockville six riverdale scored on the first series well actually the first play of the game and it was a long night for rockville smyrna shut out laverne 16 to nothing and got the goose egg in the um wind ledger off its back Middle Tennessee Christian School, 56, Webb, 6. Eli Wilson, 228 yards rushing on only eight carries. Scored three touchdowns as well. Providence Christian Academy, 20, Grundy County, 14 in overtime over at MTSU. Congrats to the Lions. That's two out of three. Stewart's Creek, 28, Cane Ridge, 13. First time the Creek has ever beaten Cane Ridge. And Eagle Bowl 35, Huntland nothing. The Eagles on homecoming night uh, got back in the win column and it was a key victory as they try to fight and claw their way into the playoffs. This week we've got Siegel with Blackman. Big game here. Um, both teams certainly have a playoff uh, plans, um, but uh, it's a big game for Siegel. Uh If they can win this game. Uh, I think they uh, will be proving, continue to prove that they they really belong in the discussion this year when it comes to the playoffs. For Blackman, much needed. Coming off a tough one to Oakland, but uh, they'll bounce back. Oakland at Rockville. Mm, tough one for Rockville. They are at home. Um, but uh, they'll have to Really blush that one away from last Friday night at Riverdale. Friendship Christian at MTCS, game of the night across the state, I think. Two very, very even teams. Cane Ridge at Laverne. Can Laverne get over the hump and win a region game? PCA is at Kings Academy, their first region game of the year. Riverdale at Coffee County in region play. Coffee County, the newbie in the league this year uh look for riverdale to have a good out in there smyrna at McGavick. smyrna coming off its first win of the season and we've got antioch at stewart's creek antioch's 2-0 and oh in league play uh the creek is 1-0 and oh, so a big game in that region all right that'll do it for this week's recap and look ahead i'm monty Hill, sports editor of the murphy's post of
1: course, the metro Nashville area is ripe with a lot of high school football right now, and Russell Vinozzi has plenty to tell you about on his report,
8: Russell. Lipscomb Academy got a much-needed win last Friday. The Mustangs defeated Innsworth 24-10 to after opening the season with losses in three of their first four games. Defensive back C.J. Jim Coyle made a big difference in this one. He blocked two field goals. Broke up a pass in the end zone right before halftime and also broke up another pass in the goal line in the fourth quarter. I'm not sure the Mustangs would have won without him. He came up huge. Lipscomb is also working a new quarterback after the transfer of Deuce Knight back to George County, Mississippi. So Tav Schaefer has taken over and he's done pretty well in his first two games. On Friday, he didn't have a perfect outing, but he did throw for 140 yards and a pair of touchdowns as he settles into that new role. Brentwood Academy, which also entered the week 1-3, and three, did not fare as well. The Eagles lost to McCauley 29-15 to after cutting McCauley's lead to one score midway through the fourth quarter. Quarterback George McIntyre was intercepted three times. And life won't get much easier for Brentwood Academy this week as it goes on the road to face defending state champion Baylor. Pearl Cone, CPA, Lipscomb, and Oakland all rolled to wins in week five. They make up the top five in our Main Street Preps. Football rankings along with Lipscomb Academy, which moved back up to number five. And watch out for Independence, too. The Eagles debuted in the MSP Top 25 at number 16. They knocked off Beach 28-7 to 7 last week, and they host Ravenwood on Friday. Chris, back to you. Thanks so
1: much for giving us that. Let's go up to Sumner County now, where Blaine Keller has
6: a report. Week five of the Sumner County football season was filled with some big individual performances and As teams across the county prepare for what could be the biggest week of the high school football season, let's take a brief look back at the week that was in Sumner County. I'm Sumner County Sports Editor Blaine Keller, and this is your Sumner County Football Snapshot. Pope Prep running back Elijah Robb quite literally put the Knights on his back as Pope Prep won 41-14 in a region game against Goodpasture. Robb rushed for 272 yards and accounted for Five of Pope's six touchdowns, uh, quite literally bowling over some guys uh, from the Cougars, and uh, a big win and a big individual performance from him. He also caught two passes for 37 yards to put himself over the 300 all-purpose yard mark in the game. Gallatin quarterback Jackson Straub, another big performer in Sumner County this past week. At Warren County, he almost had half as many passing touchdowns as he did completions. The sophomore went 11-of-12 in the air for five touchdowns as the Green Wave thrashed Warren County, the Pioneers 56-7 to 7 on the road. Hendersonville and Station Camp were the two other teams who picked up big wins this week. Hendersonville with a statement win over 6A, previously undefeated Siegel, and Station Camp rallied in the second half in Region 5-4A action to give head coach Chris Bain the first win in his head coaching career. Also snaps a, a four-game losing streak that started the year for the Bison. On the other side of things, Beach, Westmoreland, Portland, White House, and Liberty Creek all fell. Uh, and they try to regroup this week, and uh, one of them is regrouping in the biggest game that the county has to offer. The battle for Drake's Creek between the Buccaneers and Hendersonville. We'll have you covered on that end. Be sure to check out our coverage there, as well as games involving region teams, involving undefeated foes. Portland and Springfield face off, Liberty Creek and Westmoreland in an intra-county matchup, as well as Gallatin and Green Hill. Those will be the games we've gotten you covered for. Uh, but before that, we're wrapping up the week. This is your Sumner County football snapshot. Back to you guys. Out in Dixon and Cheatham counties, where Casey
1: Patrick is standing by.
9: Hi, my name is Casey Patrick. I'm the sports reporter for the Dixon Post and the Cheatham County Exchange. We're going to do a little week five. Review it's already it's weird to think that we're already halfway through the year regular season anyway, but we are and uh, I was at the Dixon County and Kirkwood game Uh, of course Kirkwood came into town Perfect 4-0 they had had a a really good start to the season Uh, But Dixon County was really able to run the ball and control the clock and played great defense And they were able to come away with a 42 to 12 win Dixon County is now 3 and 2 on the year and they will be traveling out to Clarksville to face Isaac Shelby And uh, a former player of Coach Tomlinson, which uh, that was fun to learn Friday when I talked to him, but uh, they're headed out there. That'll be a big region battle for the Cougars. So um, Creekwood, uh, they played against White's Creek last week. They went 14 to six. They will be on the road at Fairview. They will take a two and three record uh, to go play the Yellow Jackets. Fairview's having a down year. Creekwood might have a chance to get back to 500. Uh, Over on the Cheatham side of things, uh, Cheatham County Central uh, lost to Fairview 28-21, uh, late score for Fairview to pull ahead there. Um, Cheatham is now 1-4 on the year. They will travel to Joe Burns, Joe Burns' is a team that's been struggling a little bit this year. Cheatham's got a chance to get a, a second win there. Uh, Sycamore, who is now 0-5 on the year after he lost to Stratford 42-14. Uh, Sycamore's been dealing with a lot of injuries this year. Uh, hopefully they're starting to turn the corner and get healthier, though, with the region schedule coming up. Uh, They will travel to White House Heritage on Friday Uh, and our last team is Harpeth They lost a heartbreaker another one Uh, Harpeth has lost a few heartbreakers this year And they lost one to Waverly 22 to 21 in overtime Waverly scored a a touchdown of course to to tie it or to in in overtime and then instead of kicking the extra point they went for two uh, and uh, Barely got in I I saw the video or the picture of it and uh, the Waverly player barely got in but it looks like he did and uh, Harpeth, again, heartbreaker. They're now 1-4 and four on the year. Uh, but they do travel to Summertown. Who's struggling this year? They're 0-5. So Harpeth also a chance to get the second win on the year. So um, that'll be it. That's week five review. Thank you all. Have a good evening. We'll see you next week.
1: Folks, that's going to do it for this edition of the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Look forward to seeing you guys again next week right here on Main Street Media Television.
0: You've been watching the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show with Chris Yao. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest news about high school football. The Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show was brought to you
7: by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.